I had a business target here. I have 20 million assets under management, and that will mean something to financial advisors. Up until about 18 months ago, before I sold a chunk of my business, I was at 17 million. So you know these these goals do, you know they do come true for a start. But also it's important to write them down and and have something to go for. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to this week's podcast, Goals Do Come True. I'm Doug Bennett. I thought I'd share with you some of the goals that I wrote down in my little 59p notebook over the years and, you know, a little bit of background to the goals, how I achieved them, and also the importance of of how they're put together um, and the wording so that they act as a... sort of magnet to the future you, really. So back in 2004, I wrote, I've got this little notebook, 59p from a local stationers. It's here. Basically, it's very old and falling apart now because I've kept it about my person for for quite some time. And that's one of the important things about your goals is they need to be obvious to you, easily accessible, and you need to be able to be able to review them on a regular basis. Now, I got this idea from Brian Tracy. Can't recall when, but obviously uh, many, many moons ago. And it was all about writing your goals on a day-by-day basis. Uh, You just write them down 10, 12, less if that's all you can start with, because obviously for many people, goal setting is a brand new experience, um, something that they've not come, come across before. So, I wrote these goals down, and the first one I wrote down, as I say, it was in 2004, and I know it was 2004, because one of the goals on that list was, I have completed the London Marathon. I was training for it at that point, and it was something that I wanted to achieve, and I know that I ran in and completed the London Marathon in 2005, which is, you know, there's not many people compete marathons, but... If I could do it, you know, when I first started, I could run 100 yards and I was nearly throwing up. But, you know, with the right training, the right focus, within 18 months, I was able to complete the London Marathon. Uh, You know, very often say that I ran in it because I didn't run it all of the way. I have to be honest and um, a disclaimer. And if you're ever thinking of training to go uh, that sort of distance, make sure that you write your name on the front and the back of your shirt so that people can shout and cheer you along as you go along the way. So I have completed the London Marathon was the way that I put the goal before I'd even completed it. One of the other goals on the list is I earn £100,000 per annum. Now, back in 2004, £100,000 was a lot of money. I mean, it still is, obviously. You know, it's considerably in excess of the average wage. Uh, But the reason I chose that goal is because a few of my friends had been to the Strategic Coach program. I'd known about Strategic Coach. And the qualification was that you had to earn £100,000 to be considered to be an entrepreneur and then consequently be able to enroll on the program. So, That was where the £100,000 per annum came in. Now, it's always a good idea to, um, as I explain a little bit more in my book, goals do come true. It's always useful to make sure that the goal that you're going for 
as an entrepreneur or anybody, you know, sort of wants to make um, a difference to their lives and wants to move forward, I think, you know, it's, it's very, very easy to be led astray by the news and, you know, negative people out there. But, you know, if you want to strive forward, having an income goal is a really seriously good idea. And also, you know, you need to make sure that it covers the things that you need it to cover. So if that's a good time with your family, if it's uh, free time, if it's decent holidays, a nice car, you need to think about those sorts of things and add those into the goals. So in the next one, and I'm not going through these in any kind of order, is I own a Harley Davidson 1200 Custom Sportster. So there's a little bit more than just I own a Harley. You can see I had the engine size included in there. But again, it's I own a Harley Davidson 1200 Custom Sportster. So I didn't get my Harley until 2007, but that was three years later. But, you know, some of these goals are worth waiting for. And, you know, some of the circumstances that are associated with some of the goals can be rather sad. I mean, you know, I I bought my Harley because I inherited some money from my parents who died far too young at just 64 and 63 before they were able to retire fully. So, you know, seize the day is is very, very important in my mind as well. Uh, If you get opportunities to do stuff, um, as Amanda said in one of the earlier podcasts, you know, if you get opportunities to do things, just go and do them, basically. Um, Decide that you're going to do them. The money, if necessary, will find its way to you. The, you know, you'll become all manner of kinds of creative when you uh, decide on a goal, write it down. Now, the idea of the goals booklet is you write the goals down, you turn the page over the following day, and you write the goals again without referring to the ones that you've written on the day before. The following day, you do the same process. You write down the goals again without referring to the ones from the day before. What happens is over time, some goals drift in, they become important for a relatively short space of time, and then they drift out again. So they're not really seriously key goals. But you'll find that the really, really key goals for you they'll be like cream. They'll rise to the top and they will be the first ones that you write every time you write your goals list. So I did this for probably, I don't know, a month. They say it takes 21 days to you know make a habit happen. So I think it was probably about a month. And then the book, the little notepad got tucked away in the drawer because I do get a little bit bored with these sorts of things. You know, I am only human. That's the thing. And then I found it, you know, a few years later, and I'd completed 10 out of 11 of the goals, even though I'd sort of stopped reviewing them and stopped writing them down. So I can't emphasize too much the power of actually getting involved and making sure that you write your goals down, write them as if you've already completed them, because that has an effect on your reticular activating cortex, which uh, Mark Baker goes into one of the earlier episodes in a bit more detail. So what else have we got in here? I own a Mercedes sports car. Now, I wasn't specific enough on that one. The sports car had it in mind. And again, if you have a read of my book, 
you'll know that I drive a BMW. But there's a reason for that. And it's all down to loyalty. If you want to find out a little bit more about loyalty and goal setting, then again, in my book, there's a whole chapter dedicated to it. One of the next ones in there, I have a house that I am proud of. And, you know, with my inheritance from my parents, uh, we did buy a nice house, took on a massive mortgage and was a bit of a mistake because we didn't know the global financial crisis was just around the corner. But anyway, we now have a really, really lovely house. Bonnie has done some amazing work on it. And, you know, she's got quite an artistic eye and is very good at sort of interior styling. So we've got quite a classy house, I think. But it's certainly a house that I'm proud of. So, you know, another one of the goals ticked off the list there. I am an excellent timekeeper is one of those. So I'm MrLastMinute.com. It's, you know, has to be said. A number of times I, you know, have in the past rushed up to appointments or, or left it with just about enough time to get there and you know, again, it's like something, give yourself an extra 20 minutes when you're preparing for stuff. There's some amazing pieces of kit out there to to help you manage yourself and manage your diary. And I'm, I'm, I'm moving towards that one. I am an excellent timekeeper and I've, I need some help with that. So that's, um, that's fine. What else have we got? I do not owe any money on credit cards. I do not have any loans. Yeah, I mean, back then we had quite a bit going on. Uh, the global financial crisis sort of that that compounded the problem. We had loads of money outstanding on debt. So again, as I say, I found this book many, many moons later, and um, I'm I'm now in a position where you know any credit or any loans is uh, strategic rather than necessary. So. Those were, you know, some of the some of the goals that I wrote back in 2004. So I'm just going to flick through um, and and come up a, a little bit up to date. I mean, the, I'm going through the book here. I'll see if I can find um, another another list with a date so that we can uh, see sort of how how much longer or how much later. I can see here I earned two hundred thousand per annum. So yeah, obviously I went past the hundred thousand um, figure at some stage. And um, we're going to need to turn the book over, go in, you know, turned it over and went, started from the back moving forward. So, uh, yeah, so still 200,000. That one took obviously quite a long time to get to, I think. I'd already had the Harley. So I ride a Harley Fat Boy. And now I ride a Harley Fat Boy special. So from that 1200cc Harley Davidson Custom Sportster, I now have a. 1,690cc Harley-Davidson fat boy. Yeah, incredible. Um, or another, I had a business target here. I have 20 million assets under management, and that will mean something to financial advisors. Up until about 18 months ago, before I sold a chunk of my business, I was at 17 million. So, you know, these these goals do, you know, they do come true for a start, but also it's important to write them down and and have something to go for. Oh, here, I I got a little bit more specific with the goal. I drive a Mercedes SLK convertible. So, you know, getting a bit more specific with the the car there. That one sort of moved on a little bit. See, um, yeah, the Harley Fat Boys there. Our house and grounds are immaculate. Now, one of the constants, oh, this one here, 3rd of January 2012, I got this, the, the date on this one. And that is... 
I earn 200,000 per annum. Our house is immaculate. Now, 200,000 pounds per annum for an individual sort of really, really is tough. So sometimes you have to have a team. And I was starting to develop my team and team members and, you know, bringing on members of staff to help me achieve my goals. And so sometimes you've got to give that money away. When I say give it away, it's, it's wages, but you need to invest that money in support from your team to be able to make you hit bigger figures. Now, as long as, obviously, you know, if you if you put your figures up by 50K and you end up spending 60K on staff, that's not smart. So, and we know about smart, don't we? Although, having listened to a few of my podcasts recently, it seems like everybody has an alternative SMART acronym, which um, leads on to bigger and better things. So, uh, yeah, Smart's taken a bit of a pounding, but you know there's there's some other amazing acronyms contained in my podcast, which you know have a listen through. There might be something that you know um, um, you can relate to. But smart goals is specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and trackable, and that's what a goal has to be to be smart. So oh oh look, we've jumped up to iron two hundred and fifty thousand per annum. The mad thing about that one is I wrote that goal down. And one year we did our books and the turnover for the business. And that's the other thing about goals. This was starting. These were turnover figures to start with. But the turnover for for the business was £250,812. How spooky is that? £812 over a £250,000 target. Okay, but that's now a business now. I've now got a business that I'm running and I've got teams and we're doing marketing and, and all the rest of it. So it was a £250,000 turnover. Now, the thing about goals, have that figure, that £100,000 figure lasted me for turnover in my business. And then it was gross profit. Then it was net profit. And it's the same figure, £100,000. Net profit, £100,000. Then it was £100,000 on my tax return. So I had to pay the tax on £100,000. Now, anybody that's a financial advisor knows that you want to keep it at £100,000 if you can and start getting creative because you start losing some allowances. But anyway, that's financial advice. And I'm not allowed to do that on the podcast without having all manner of disclaimers. So forget I just said that. All right. Just forget I just said that one. So we're at uh, £250,000. Now, the mad thing is 14th of June, 2018. I got a bit excited. I got a bit excited about myself and I changed it. I earn £500,000 per annum. Now, they talk about having 10 times goals, 10 times goals. We've all done it. If you think, you know, if you're any, any kind of age, 30, 40 years of age, think back to your first job. Your first job, you probably earn five grand. If it was a milk round, it was even less, obviously. I did a milk round when I was little. But, you know, over the years, you've probably increased your salary by five times, seven times, ten times. So it is possible. you just got to have goals, and that will accelerate it for you. So 14th of June, 2018, I earn £500,000 per annum. Our house is immaculately decorated, which it is, although it's always a work in progress because, obviously, Bonnie likes to have these projects going. I have six weeks holiday a year. So I need to to deal with that. I have a happy, productive team working on that as well. We need to systems and processes and stuff like that. I have amazing holidays. 
And now I'm going to share one with you that has been a constant all the way through every single day that I write my goals. I write, I am happily married to Bonnie. Now, we've had some tough times where money has not been around at all and we've been massively in debt and, you know, promises that were made are not kept and all manner of other stuff. You know, we've been together for 25 years now. So anybody that's been in any kind of relationship for any kind of length of time, there's going to be tough times and there's going to be great times. But it's always been a constant. I am happily married. So when I think about it, and I'm not happily married, if I've reminded myself that I'm happily married to to Bonnie on a day-by-day basis, then I change things. My um, state, I change the way that I'm thinking. I look at things from her point of view. You know, maybe I have been a bit of an ass. It happens. It has been said. We all are, you know, just on occasion. So one of the constants there, I am happily married. So if you want to get through an incredibly long-term relationship, it's none of this, oh, relationships are 50-50. That's, that's a pile of bollocks. Sorry, I said the B word. Relationships are 100-100. You have to give 100% all of the time. So anyway, that's my old goals book, all right? Now, I've had to retire it out because it's full up and also because I use it on my speaking engagements where I you know, teach people how to set their goals and try and give them some inspiration. I've had to write some new ones. So again, we're, uh, you know, back in September 2020, I drive a Mercedes Coupe, still got that BMW at the moment, but the Mercedes is coming. I'm a life court of the table member. Court of the table is uh, level in the million dollar round table. To be a life member, I've got to have completed that 10 times. I'm at six now, so I'm here for the next four years anyway, so make sure that I get at least 10 court of the table qualifications. And then there's one of qualified top of the table, which is a double court of the table qualification. And I have no mortgage. So that's one. I have an immaculately presented house. I might have said that already. I am happily married to Bonnie. There we have it. You need to write your goals down. You need to get a little notebook. If you email me with your address, I will send you a notebook so that you can write your goals down. And if you're actually listening to the end and you email me with your address, and that's doug at dougbennett.co.uk, I might even add something extra in there just for listening to the end of this podcast. So get your notebook, email me if you want one cent, or just pop to the stationers, get your notebook, write your goals down, write them down in the present tense. I have, I own, I do, and who knows, five years from now, 10 years from now, even three years from now, your life will be a whole lot better. So thank you very much for listening. Hope you didn't mind me rambling along. Please subscribe to my podcasts. Check out my book on Amazon. Email me if you want your little notebook and I'll catch up with you soon. Thank you for listening to this week's Goals Do Come True. If you want to be held accountable, email your list of goals to doug at dougbennett.co.uk and to find out about my latest talks and upcoming book, visit dougbennett.co.uk.